Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 106 and be with me. We're going to answer one of the greatest questions of all time, which is, what do you need to do to be saved? This is from the Philippian jailer. Now, an earthquake has happened. He had prisoners. They, uh, he, know, he realizes that they have uh, had their chains broken and they're probably escaped. So he's going to stab himself and Paul cries out with a loud voice, don't harm yourself. We're all still here. Lights are called for, and then he trembles with fear. He falls down before Paul and Silas, and he asks the greatest question of all time. This is from Acts 16:30. He brought them out and said, Sirs, calls the prisoner Sirs, what must I do to be saved? Greatest question of all time. Sirs, what must I do to be saved? And they said, Believe in the Lord Jesus, and you will be saved, you and your household. And they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to all who were in his house. Okay, so what must I do to be saved? So remember, this he's not the first guy to ask this. Everybody has to ask this question. Uh, when Peter at Pentecost uh, uh, spoke in Acts chapter 2, he kind of comes to this grand conclusion that that the that Jesus is the Lord and Christ. And when they heard this, they were cut to the heart. And they said, brothers, what shall we do? Or even Paul describing his own conversion. And after Jesus identifies himself and Paul says, who are you? He says, I'm Jesus. Uh, he says in um, Acts chapter 22, as he's recalling the story, what shall I do, Lord? All right, so everybody who comes to the Lord enters a moment of emptiness. That is when they reach down into the pocket of their own resources and they find there's nothing there. Their pockets are empty. They're out of ideas. They're out of bullets to shoot at these parts of life. And in many of us, we ask the question that actually betrays our bias. That is, what do I have to do? What physical things do I have to do to access the kingdom. Now, don't get this wrong. The kingdom is full of good works, but it's not because of salvation, or it's not because of salvation. It's not for salvation. It's because of salvation. The kingdom is full of good works, not for salvation, but because of salvation. That is that after you become a believer and you have a grateful heart and you have a changed mind and you have a changed wallet and you have the Holy Spirit living within you and this this indwelling uh, God changes everything, it should be evident on the outside as well. But our temptation is always, well, how much do I need to, to give to get into the kingdom? Or how many times do I need to care for someone who cannot pay me back? Or maybe if I visit a certain place or a certain shrine, uh, or if I say this number of prayers, in other words, we're so attracted to the to the rights, if you will, uh, that both Jesus as well as uh, Paul here says, no, it's not about doing stuff. In fact, Jesus in John chapter 6 really gave us this exact same lesson. Uh, They said to him, John 6, 28, what must we do to be doing the works of God? And Jesus answered them, this is the quote unquote work of God that you believe in him who he has sent. Same same concept here in Acts chapter 16 where we are now. 
that the belief in the Lord Jesus is how we get saved. That God's work is belief, that the work of God, and there is a work of God, but it is belief. It's not doing stuff. It's not rote stuff. That the and I think actually the that believing is harder than working. I think that it's more uh, rare and more special, and sometimes maybe all the time involves a miracle. And I think the best picture of this is: wait a minute, I don't have to do stuff to be uh, to be a Christian. I think it's proven by the thief on the cross. Remember, there was two thieves, and one of them comes to belief, and Jesus steals the thief on the cross, steals him away from Satan. You can listen to season three, episode 47, if you want a beautiful uh, story of uh, of this. And this is where, uh, on a day when literally their hands were tied, uh, Jesus brings this guy into his kingdom based on just belief. All right, so when it says here in Acts chapter 16 from the question, what must I do to be saved? And they said, believe in the Lord Jesus. Let me just tell you what I think. Let's just scope that out. Number one, what does it mean to believe in the Lord Jesus? Number one, believe that he exists. Number two, believe that he created all. Number three, Believe that he created you. Number four, believe that he knows you and all that that means. It means that you're not God. It's not necessarily good news. It's the Copernican revolution we talked about the other day, that you're not at the center of the world. And this is the part that he knows you and you should know too the sin that you have, the separation that it causes, the judgment that you're under. That's a hard step. Number five, that the Lord believed that he started a rescue plan from before the foundation of the earth. Number six, that rescue plan is involved sacrifice, death, blood, substitution, and the satisfaction of God. Number seven, that you cannot do any of this by yourself, that you are without any action that's going to help with this other than, eight, believe in Jesus, that the Lord is sufficient for this, that he was sent to you and was sent for you. Number nine, believe that it is by the, believe that it is by grace through faith. And what's grace? Grace is getting more than you deserve. This is the Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 passage. For by grace you have been saved through faith. And it is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not the result of works that no one may boast. Number 10, believe that the easy work of God is the hard work of belief. That is, God can do this. He is sufficient for this. So those are 10 things that you can believe when we say as believers, believe in the Lord Jesus. What must I do to be saved? Belief. Thanks for listening.